0: Good morning, and welcome to Monday Mornings with Maddie and Morgan. I'm Maddie. And I'm Morgan. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I go to Colorado tomorrow, Ooh. which is very exciting, but I also still have a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. And I go to Seattle the day after. We're just world travelers. We're just so cool, guys. (laughs) I took a PCR test for my own state of being, and it came back negative, so I'm not spreading germs to anybody. Not that kind of germs, anyway. There we go. Yeah, I took one yesterday, and I get tested twice a week for work, so I'm Mm -hmm. making another one again tomorrow. There you go. yeah, And my dad was like, "Do you have to take one?" And I was like, "No, but I know myself, and I know I want to." Yeah, <laughs> better be safe than sorry, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I have to tell you about my new work-from-home pants. Yes, tell me. I think that you would love them. So my good friend, I'm sure I would. Val and her lovely boyfriend Jake um, suggested them to me. a brand called. Viori, V U O R I. I'm currently wearing them right now. I have purple joggers, but they are so soft and so comfy, and they are just like greatest work from home gift I've gotten for myself. I got them at REI, and um, they are a little bit pricey, but uh, ten out of ten recommend. I am the queen of finding things on sale, so yes, they find them. They did have, like, a random color on sale the other day, but they didn't have, like, my size for that Mm -hmm. random color, because I would have bought it, but... What material are they? I don't know. I have my comfy on. I can't read the tag at this moment. (laughs) Anyways. We have a little gray cat friend joining us today. Very fun. I'm I'm sure she'll try and climb on the keyboard at some point. Oh, as always. But she's in a food coma. So, oh, oh my god, I almost texted you because last night Josie tried to jump into my bed, but my rumple blanket was on the edge of my bed and she jumped. And those things, you guys, they have a tag on them that says, like, caution when wrapping babies. This blanket's meant to be frictionless, so like, this poor, They're really slippery. The whole blanket just slipped off and she just the look of fear in her eyes. Sage won't step on it and she will do anything. She will freaking fly from the top of the stairs to the landing, but she won't step on the rumple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Josie hates it. She'll like tap it a few times before she'll step on it. But she always slips. <laughs> so oh my bad. gosh, cats. So entertaining. Mm hmm. So, Maddie, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to be talking about sleepwalking. Ooh, And some crimes that people have committed while sleepwalking. Yes, this isn't just like a neuro lesson. (laughs) No, that's not my thing. I've taken... Not neuro, but I've taken classes that involve bits of neuro and it's not for me. No, and that's not really our what our podcast is about, aka not what you guys want to hear. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we're it's it's sleepwalking with a little bit of spice. Yeah. And there's definitely there's a lot of crimes that people have tried to blame sleepwalking on. So I'll probably do another one at some point of there was a different case that's very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to include it in this, but it was getting a little bit too long for a whole nother case. So how <laughs> do they you're probably gonna answer this, but like if they think someone's lying about sleepwalking in a crime Is there so any way to figure out for this if case? They were? For this case, it's like going the extra step. So, in this case, this man stabbed his wife like 40 times and then drowned her in the pool. Oh my God. So, the argument was that, like, you wouldn't have gone the extra mile to have drowned her. Right.
1: But I guess that makes sense.
0: Yeah. If I ever do that episode. But yes, I'll explain that more later, probably, I think. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. So. I got the idea for this when I was watching the Hulu documentary called Dead Asleep about a guy in Florida who killed his best friend slash roommate while sleepwalking or claimed to be sleepwalking. Um, But we won't be talking about that case at all much, really, because... After I watched it, I found a Rolling Stone article where the victim's family talked about how they did not appreciate it and were not involved with the documentary. Um, They were asked for, like, they were asked to be involved with it, and they denied it. So, like, they were aware that it was going to happen. But still, I didn't really feel comfortable talking about it. Um, Also, because it was a pretty recent case, kids still, like alive and well and in prison so yeah
1: what
0: year was that do you remember it was like 2015 maybe 2017 yeah that makes sense because like I don't remember it being in the news but I remember hearing stuff about it before yeah because it was like definitely closer to like us graduating high school because Mm -hmm. Facebook was still being used a lot right yeah yeah (laughs) If you didn't notice, that's how I uh, timetable things now. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) All right. So what is sleepwalking? Sleepwalking is a form of parasomnia, which is an undesirable behavior or experience during sleep. It is considered a disorder of arousal during the N3 phase of sleep, which is when you are in deep non-REM sleep, and sleepwalking usually occurs at night one to two hours after falling asleep. So this is not super likely to occur in naps because it's daytime and naps usually aren't more than like two hours long. (laughs) Like I take very long naps, but like most people don't nap that long during the day. I love um, a nap. I don't nap that often anymore, but now when I do, I like nap. It's like three hours I'm out. <laughs> I'll set myself 20 minute timers sometimes, but that's if I'm I planning. That's a nap. not a long and that's not enough for me. <laughs> Sleepwalking is not super common in adults, but those adults who do sleepwalk were most likely sleepwalkers at ch- as children if that makes you are sense. yeah if you are an adult who starts sleepwalking as an adult and did not as a child see your doctor um adult onset sleepwalking can be caused by medications such as Ambien or potentially be a sign of neurodegenerative diseases so Yikes. Yeah, yeah, I know when my gr- my grandmother had Parkinson's and she sleepwalking was one of her symptoms from her medication and also from having Parkinson's. Mhm. Scary. Like they had to get a security system and stuff because people would just like wander away. Oh yeah. Um, I'll talk about her in a minute, but there's a girl on like YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, her at is Selena Spooky Boo. I love her sleepwalking videos. They're so funny. If If you... I ever have a bad day, just, like, search for her. (laughs) Yeah. Because even not... Like, she has really, really funny sleepwalking videos. And we'll have to, like, share some to our story or something. Because they're hilarious. But... Because she has, like, the Nest cameras, like, in her house. And she has dogs there. And she'll just, like, take things out of the fridge and, like, talk to them. And it's hilarious. But so funny. she also has uh, some funny, like, dad joke videos, too, that I really appreciate. I <laughs> <laughs> Sleepwalking is more common in children and is usually genetic and or caused by stress or usually, like, spouts of it are induced by, like, really stressful times. I guess I didn't realize that it's more common in children, but that, that makes sense. Just I feel like kids have a lot more sleeping issues. Yeah, it goes. it goes along with, like, sleepwalking, sleep talking, night terrors, uh, oh my god, what's the other one? Bedwetting, which is big in kids. Bummer. Yeah. Instances of sleepwalking can happen infrequently or multiple times a week, which is not great, and are typically several minutes long. When sleepwalking, One might get up and walk around, sit up in bed and look around, which is really creepy. No, thank you. Dear Lord. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, They may have a glazed or glassy expression. They will probably be non-responsive. They will most likely be difficult to wake, have no memory of it. They might have a rough day the next day because of interrupted sleep. And additionally, they might have night terrors or wet the bed, as I said earlier. Sometimes sleepwalkers will do routine activities, such as leave their homes, drive a car, eat food, have weird behaviors, have sex without awareness. um, Which is super rapey sounding, like very SVU episode-esque. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. No, I was just thinking about the eating food thing and about how disappointing it would be to like, wake up in the morning for your leftovers and you sleepwalk ate them the night before.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> don't remember you, it.
0: <laughs> my like, I don't know, not my first thought. But now I'm thinking about it. It's like, what if you because you're supposed to save like the top tier of your wedding cake for one year and eat it on your one year anniversary. Can you imagine oh like your husband sleepwalks and eats it? Surprise. You'd have to kill him. Mm-hmm. That would be instant divorce. <laughs> like you just ruined the entire marriage. You ruined our marriage. That's it. We would have to leave in the night. <laughs> uh, they can. I'm also sure that's get happened injured. though. Oh yeah. They can also get injured, and they may be confused or violent on waking. Um. So, it is safe to wake up a sleepwalker, but since oh. there's been rumors that it's been dangerous to wake them up, like, it's just simply false. <laughs> I was going to ask that, but I was like, she's probably going to cover that. Yeah, so it's just, you don't want to, like, shake them awake, because can you imagine falling asleep in your bed, then all of a sudden you're standing in, like, the middle of your driveway and someone's shaking you awake? Like, a little bit jarring. pass out. <laughs> Yeah, so you kind of want to just lead them back to their bedroom or back to, like, a couch or somewhere. You, like, want to wake them up a way that you'd like to be awoken if you had to be. (laughs) Most cases of sleepwalking are anything crazy, but here is when it is important to talk to a doctor. Also, I got all of this information from the Mayo Clinic, which is a very trustworthy website, if you were wondering. (laughs) yeah. So what causes sleepwalking? Well, fun fact, sleep science is complicated and there isn't always a surefire reason or understanding, but I'll give you a few reasons people sleepwalk. So sleepwalk, sleepwalking can be caused by sleep deprivation, stress, fever, or sleep schedule disruption, which I get all of those things Like, a lot. I wake up at the same time every night. In the middle of the night? Yeah, like, within the same, like, half hour every night. Yeah, same. Maybe we're in sync. (laughs) There are also underlying conditions that may contribute to sleepwalking, including sleep-disordered breathing, so, like, sleep apnea. Certain medications, think Ambien, hypnotics, and sedatives. Alcohol and substance use. Think um, college guys peeing in a closet. Yeah. Restless try leg not syndrome. To. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Restless leg syndrome and GERD, which is acid reflux. I have a question. Yes. This might be totally out there, but do you know if there's any like recorded cases of... Traumatic brain injury becoming a cause for adult-onset sleepwalking? I... Just because it seems like something that would go together. Yeah, I personally don't know. It probably is a reason, but... I was just curious. Because we were talking about that last time. Yeah. I don't know. Hold on. So... Traumatic brain injuries do increase instances of parasomnias, so different sleep disorders. So when you're overtired from insomnia and sleeplessness and all of that, or you get any of these other issues from a traumatic traumatic brain injury, that could turn into sleepwalking. So yeah, I guess that's correct. I figured there would be some sort of link. Yes. Cool. Thanks for looking it up. Of course. All right. To get diagnosed with a sleepwalking disorder or parasomnia, the first step is talking to a doctor or sleep specialist. Da-da-da-da-da! So you also need to get a physical evaluation to identify any other conditions it could be confused for, such as night seizures, panic attacks, and other sleep disorders. It's also important to discuss medical and family history with your doctor. Doctors also suggest bringing family or housemates or anybody who lives with you directly or may share a bedroom to an appointment to get a better understanding of the sleep situation. That's smart. 'Cause I guess I mean you don't know what you're doing when you're sleepwalking if you're asleep. <laughs> yeah, and the videos with uh Selena in them, the girl from TikTok, mm-hmm. hers, uh usually she'll like go outside and then all of a sudden you see I think it's her husband just like, yeah. all of a sudden just, like sprinting <laughs> on the sidewalk after her. <laughs> sprinting out the door. <laughs> As she's like giggling and running away. Yeah, or he like sits on the couch so she doesn't do anything crazy and you see him just like trying not to lose his shit (laughs) because it's so funny. (laughs) So good. Another treatment method is called anticipatory awakenings. This is when the sleepwalker is woken up about 15 minutes before they usually have a sleepwalking episode. Then they're kept awake for a few minutes before going back to sleep. I don't know much about sleep science, so not super positive what that actually does. Like, maybe it just resets your brain. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my theory for that is it's like turning your phone off and back on. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Or like deleting an app and then re-downloading it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so before we talk about the sleepwalking crime that I'm going to discuss today... I wanted to list some funny things that people have done while sleepwalking. And this is also where I was going to mention Selena's spooky boo, but we already did that. So <laughs> <laughs> here's a collection of random stories and instances of people sleepwalking. I got a bunch of these from list25.com. And then there is a whole bunch of different listicles of Reddit posts and people talking about things and whew. I'm sure. I've never, I don't have a Reddit account, and I don't think I have the capacity to ever have a Reddit account. Because my brain would go down a depth, dark hole of nothingness forever. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to get off. Sometimes it pops up when I'm doing research, and I'll like go into it then. But every time, I'm like, and then I click on something else, and then I click on something else, and then I click on something else. It's a good uh, time hole to fall into, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Alrighty, so. A man on Reddit said that he usually makes himself a very nice sandwich and then leaves it on the floor and goes back to bed. What a disappointment. That (laughs) sucks. One woman emailed out party invites. One was reading, quote, Come tomorrow and sort this hellhole out. Dinner and (laughs) drinks. 4pm. Bring wine and caviar only. End quote. <laughs> That's me if I sleepwalked. <laughs> Bring wine what? and caviar only. I <laughs> can see you doing that just like hunched or wine and caviar. Let's sort this hellhole out. <laughs> <laughs> I see myself like sleepwalking and then if my house is a mess, writing that to as many people as possible. <laughs> oh, Yeah. After going through a divorce, one woman started sleep eating many nights a week. She would wake up with wrappers, peach pits, and empty containers. Apparently, at least she, she spits an... out the peach pit. <laughs> yeah, luckily she doesn't do that. But apparently, uh, unfortunately, she also ate an entire bottle of ketchup one night. Ew. <laughs> and she would often get in trouble with her roommate because she kept eating all her food. Oh my god! Imagine you are being like, "No, I didn't." Well, who did? Yeah, you're like, "What <laughs> the fuck?" Eventually you eventually like make yourself a great meal, and you have leftovers, and you're like, "Nice, like lunch for work tomorrow. This is gonna yeah. be so great." You wake up, and your roommate's eaten all of your food. <laughs> all bad. Mm-hmm. One person cleaned out their friend's fridge to fit the big twenty-five pound bag of dog food inside. <laughs> A nurse in Colorado took an Ambien. She then drove her car, got into an accident, then got out of the car and peed in an intersection. When she got there, she got... When the police got there, she got violent. She was also just wearing a nightshirt. Oh my god. The only stories I've heard about Ambien have been shit like that. Do people take Ambien, like, for normal sleep disorders? People take it... Like, like, does it work for some people? Yeah. <laughs> all you hear is about shit like this. <laughs> yeah, it works for some people. But I think it's, like, you really gotta get your dosage right. But there's also a lot of people who just don't take it anymore. Because shit like that happens. Not worth these, it. Not worth it. <laughs> a lot of these are Ambien. Um. <laughs> remember, remember uh, imagine sleepwalking and then... Fi- Waking up in jail. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, like, luckily this woman just got off on, like, erratic driving or something. Or, like, something like that. Because they knew, like, what he was from. Like, she was a a nurse. So they weren't really, Mm -hmm. like, that crazy worried about it. They're like, oh, you're taking Ambien. Like, that's a thing that can happen. So, Mm -hmm. luckily she didn't get into trouble. But. Another sleep-eating case. This woman's boyfriend woke up. (laughs) (laughs) To <laughs> see her munching on a stick of butter wrapper <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> that alone would make me never want to take Ambien. Oh my god. <laughs> More Ambien. Um, <laughs> this woman spent $2,980 at anthropology. Oh my god. Truly not that hard of a thing to do. But Still. she didn't even know until she got a call from her credit card company because it was an unusually large purchase. She started to think that it was fraud but ended up recognizing a lot of the items and felt like she couldn't exactly claim fraud if she was the one to buy it even if she was asleep. Oh my god. Yep. Shit, I didn't even think about that. Yep. Yep. And now you just gotta wait for it, like, be like, yep, that's fine. And then go and call anthropology, and be like, I need you to cancel this order. <laughs> cancel all of it. <laughs> that's so much money. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's sad. A 51 year old man named Timothy Brueggemann was found frozen to death about 90 yards away from his house. They determined Yay! that he sleepwalked out of his house. In just a fleece and underwear when it was negative 16 degrees outside. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. It was bad. (sighs) This one's funny. An elder man sleepwalked out of his house, cane in hand, and into a pond. When he woke up, he was stuck in the mud and surrounded by alligators. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) He fought the alligators off with his cane and screamed for help. Luckily, a neighbor heard him and was able to help the guy get out. Oh, my God. Badass. <laughs> you fight those alligators. That one's my favorite. That Yeah, so far, that's my favorite one. Other than the um, eating the stick of butter. That's a good one, oh, too. Oh, God, yep. Ian Armstrong's wife, Rebecca, noticed her husband wasn't in bed one night. On further investigation, she found Ian naked mowing the lawn at 2 (laughs) AM. I love that. Yep. He's just trying to do his housely duties. He was like, shit, guys, I gotta do this now. (laughs) You know, this man was like dreaming about the fact that he didn't he missed mowing the lawn one day or something. Yep. (laughs) A 17-year-old boy from Germany stepped out of a fourth-floor window. He fell 32 feet and continued to sleep until he was found by police. Not sure how he slept through that, though, because he broke an arm and a leg. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah. And finally, nurse Lee Hadwin draws in his sleep. He apparently makes beautiful pieces while asleep, but is not talented or remotely interested when he's awake. Oh my god, I'm looking at his stuff right now. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's very beautiful. I wish I had that problem. I know. (laughs) Especially because, like, he's a nurse, so it's like, okay, if you're being productive while you sleep, you can, you're already, like, that's just, you're just a superhero. Yeah, what the heck? That's wild. Yeah. (laughs) What a good problem to have. (laughs) I know. Alrighty, that is all of the fun facts of sleepwalking that we have so Mm -hmm. far. So now for a sleepwalking crime. These things are less common than most activities. Good. (laughs) Yes, so most activities that people do while sleepwalking are common or regular activities. So making a sandwich and getting up and acting out getting ready are normal. But driving to your in-law's house and brutally murdering them is not so normal. Correct. Correct. Yes, and for the sake of time, we're not going to go crazy into detail with this. But the case that we're going to talk about today is... Kenneth Parks from Ontario, Canada. On May 24th, 1987, Kenneth Parks, who had been extremely sleep deprived, drove about 14 miles and attacked two people while sleepwalking. Kenneth Parks was 23 years old at the time of this crime. He was married with a five-month-old baby girl and apparently had a pretty bad gambling addiction. To feed this addiction... I know. To feed this addiction, Kenneth drained the family's saving account. He borrowed from financial companies and he stole from his employer. Kenneth ended up stealing a total of $30,452.38 by defrauding his employer. Reveal 11- Kenneth. Yeah. So, his company was Revere Electric, and today, this would equal about $73,156.25. Yikes. hmm Because he stole so much money from his job, obviously, he was fired and required to pay them back. In an attempt to get his life back on trap, track, <laughs> Kenneth goes to Gambler's Anonymous. They tell him to discuss his issues with his family and... He and his wife decided to talk to his grandmother on May 23rd and to her parents on May 24th. According to his wife, Kenneth hadn't slept in over 48 hours and that night he was still having trouble sleeping and decided to stay downstairs on the couch. He fell asleep around 1.30 a.m. And the next thing he remembered was seeing his mother-in-law's face, going downstairs, starting the car, and realizing he was holding a knife. He then drove himself to the police station. When he walked into the station, he said, I think I have killed some people, dot, 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 my hands. Holy shit. Yes. So... That is when he realizes that his hands are covered in blood and he has multiple severed tendons. Oh my God, Kenneth. So this is a mental floss quote. I read an article from mental floss about this and I have a few quotes from them because they did a very good job of explaining things and how things worked legally. So this quote is about... Um, after so when they take it they take him to the hospital to get his hands fixed and when they're there he has to sign off to get his hands fixed like he not like physically signed but he okay. has to be like yes okay I allow you to do surgery on my hands and to do that they have to test his sanity I guess to like see if he's sane enough to get his hands fixed or not need like a medical proxy oh gotcha in this evaluation, they deem him like insane essentially because of what had just happened. So, after he gets the surgery and everything, the courts order him to get reevaluated. And so, this is about him going to get evaluated. Quote, he was later taken to Toronto East Detention Center, where he underwent medical and psychiatric assessments at the request of his lawyer. The doctors considered acute psychotic episode under extreme stress, aggression during amnesic drug-related state, volatile or deliberate homicide with stress-induced amnesia, and complex partial epileptic seizure with automatic behaviors as possible diagnoses. All the doctors who examined Parks found evidence of depression and anxiety, but none said he showed any signs of any delusions, hallucinations, paranoia, or evidence of psychosis. He had no history of psychosis or amnesic episodes, but was an occasional sleepwalker. During seven different interviews with various doctors, lawyers, and the police, Parks' explanation of what he did and did not remember that night remains consistent down to specific details. End quote. So, they originally really wanted to pin this all on him as, like, an intentional murder, but then they were kind of just like, we don't think he actually knows anything that happened at all. That's so crazy. Yeah. So, what exactly happened that night in between the one thirty a.m. and what we actually know? Yeah. So, here is my meta-analysis of what I've read from across different sources. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That night, Kenneth fell asleep around 1.30 a.m. At some point, he began sleepwalking, got himself fully dressed, and drove the 14 to 15 miles to his in-law's home. Once there, he used his key to enter the home and I think used a tire iron to attack his father-in-law, Dennis Woods.
1: Ooh. Eventually,
0: he attempted to strangle him. During all of this, Mrs. Woods wakes up, and she can't get Kenneth to wake up or to stop. So she runs downstairs and grabs a kitchen knife. Sadly, he gets a hold of the knife and ends up stabbing Barbara Woods multiple times. After this, Ken comes to and goes to the police station. He then gets stitched up at the hospital, is arrested and charged with murder and attempted murder. Dear Lord. Yeah. So... Now, basically, to explain how the defense happened and then give you the rundown of the trial verdict, I have two more quotes Mm -hmm. from that Mental Floss article. All right. First quote, quote, sleepwalking is generally accepted in the medical community as a state of automatism or automatic behavior where a person has neither awareness nor control of their behavior. Legally speaking, murder requires intent. So the issue of awareness and control were of great interest to Parks Defense counsel. A sleep disorder specialist was brought in to see if some nanbulism, which just means sleepwalking, or another sleep disorder played any role in Parks crimes. end quote. So, again, they had a whole bunch of specialists come in, basically determine, This man hadn't slept in, like, 48 hours. He was extremely stressed. He had the fact that he was going to go to his in-laws on his mind already. He knew he had to talk to them. And also, there were so many reports of how good a relationship Ken and the mother-in-law, Barbara, had that, like, they don't think that he ever would have done this. And I guess, like, every single time they talked to him about it, he was just so like upset and shocked and just still so like bothered by everything that it wasn't like a it wasn't getting easier for him to hear it and like deal with it that they were just like very quickly they were like I don't think this meant was supposed to happen like this guy didn't mean for that at all I feel bad for him like obviously he made some very poor choices ahead of time but still yeah yeah like and, I can't even. Oh, I can't even imagine what he must have been going through during the trial. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is too is he's only twenty three at this point. He's a baby. I know, and that's like. He's twenty three. He has a five month old daughter. He's like they're thinking of putting their house on the market so that they can like sell it and get money to pay back some of his debts from gambling. Like they're trying to do things right, and then like. Because he's so stressed out, he, like, sleepwalks and kills somebody. Just sucks. For everybody. That sucks. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Our final quote. Quote. On May 25th, 1988, the jury in Ken Parks' murder trial rendered a verdict of not guilty. Parks was also acquitted of the attempted murder of his father-in-law shortly after. After his release from custody... Parks began receiving psychotherapy, taking anti-anxiety meds before bed. After the acquittal, the trial judge's determination that somnambulism was a form of non-insane automatism was appealed to the Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court of Canada. Both appellate courts upheld the original decision. Ken Parks had not reported any further episodes of sleepwalking or nighttime violence. Only a few instances of sitting up in his sleep, end quote. So the state basic or the crown, because it's in Canada, I don't really know. They tried to bring this to Supreme Court and appeal it a whole bunch of times. But every single time they're like, no, this this guy was like fully asleep. Like, (laughs) yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Crazy. Mm hmm. I have a question. Yes. Out of everything that you, like, read and found for this, what was the average ratio of, like, people that claim sleepwalking to people that it appears like they actually sleepwalked and did something terrible? Um, I feel like... It was... Like, probably, like, 45% did and 55% didn't. Like, there was a few cases that were super, super convincing. Like, this one, where it's like, yeah, like, this guy was, like, had absolutely no motive, was definitely asleep, whatever. But then there's other ones that are less convincing, like the other Mm -hmm. guy I talked about earlier. Because at first they were like, oh, yeah, he was sleepwalking. But then you hear that he stabbed his wife a whole bunch of times. But then he, like picked her up, and brought her down outside to the pool, drowned her in the pool, and then went inside, changed his clothes, right. like, hit a weapon, like, there's an added level of, you didn't just wake up and go, holy shit, I did something. Right. Because Interesting. Yeah, I was just curious. That makes sense to me, that it would be yeah. about And then there's Very, other crimes. I feel like I learned a lot. Hey, <laughs> We love that. But yeah, definitely, yeah. Um I listened to a Stuff You Should Know episode for this, I listened to, I re-listened to a Wine and Crime episode, they did Sleepwalking, and I think one of the cases they covered was this, I think the other one was The Other Guy that I was talking about. There's also a 2020 mm-hmm. episode about The Other Guy, it is from January of 2021, and it is titled... I now pronounce you dead. Oh, I saw that on my 2020 thing that came up, like I suggested. Oh wait, no. I didn't read the description. I lied. That was not I pronounce you dead. I don't remember what this one was called. I (laughs) pronounce you dead was different. (laughs) I, I did see want... that title come up on my suggestion, and I was like, I What also the hell was that, that about? That's why I was thinking about it. Does that, that... have something to do with like marriage? <laughs> yeah, that one's different. That guy um, was like leading a double life and killed his fiance. That's fucked up. Yeah, it was like really, really weird. You should definitely watch it though. It's crazy. I love 2020. Same. Dare I say I might love 2020 even more than I love Dayline, which is mm-hmm. a lot. True. Damn. Yeah. Uh, hot debate in the true crime community. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know the deal. Stay tuned next Monday and every Monday for new episodes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening right now. Yeah. We're on Instagram at Monday Mornings Pod and on Twitter at Monday Mornings P. If you have questions or topics that you'd like to have covered in a future episode, you can also email us at Monday at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes and don't forget to rate us on Spotify now that that's a thing. Woo! And as always, start your Monday Mornings the right way with Maddie and Morgan. Goodbye. See you next week. Yeah.